what is up bitches this is morgan that's such a weird vocal cadence what's up bitches this is sierra <laughs> it really was and this is bitches and murders i did that all by myself oh my god i'm so sorry <laughs> that is totally fine it's okay i know this is it. bitches and murders <laughs> <laughs> are you ready to have your night ruined <laughs> with you always this is gonna take you through uh we're gonna go through like a roller coaster of emotions and by a roller coaster i mean we're kind of just gonna start going up and you're gonna hate it more and more and more and it's really just kind of like an endless hill up (laughs) and then we we have a very swift down it's really like those death roller coasters (laughs) Is it a roller coaster or are you edging us? <laughs> a little bit of both. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. And then once we take the swift course down, we are gonna go right back up the roller coaster and you're gonna you're gonna hate everything about it. So anyways. Great. That yeah, vocal let's... crack was not a paid actor. <laughs> so do you wanna know who we're talking about today? Yes. We're talking about Alexander Coleman. No. Well, technically we're talking about Alexander Nikolaevich Coleman. But we're not going to say that ever again, and I don't want to say it ever again. Bless you. Um, I'm going to call him Lexi, um, because Lexi. I hate him. <laughs> and also, there are two things I know about this case. One is that I hate him. Um, and two is that uh, Russians have a lot of nicknames i've read enough russian clad classic literature to know that everyone has like seven nicknames and alexi is always one of them for alexander's so we're still in the same vein (laughs) that's fair (laughs) um but i don't want to give this man any sort of respect or credit because he deserves none so lexi it is anyways moving on so goodness Getting you'll spicy. You'll understand really soon. <laughs> oh God. Okay, so Lexi was born July fifteenth in nineteen fifty three. Oh, boy. <laughs> Hold on. I'm gonna go with somewhere in Russia. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes, that is the answer. <laughs> Can I? How to? pronounce i genuinely i don't even have a guess for this i also don't have a guess on how to spell the word pronounce apparently there we are now we're gonna get another negative review about how we never do enough research to properly pronounce oh i'm looking it up right now don't you worry pronounce why did my brain try to say pronunciate things that's not how that no what i'm unwell can you hear this no okay i think it's playing through my headphones i don't know how to make it not play through my headphones but it's viatsky poleni bless you and i know i said that right you can fucking look it up on youtube (laughs) your goddamn self i said that right (laughs) and i will Uh. die with this anyways viatsky poleni okay that's where he (laughs) committed all of his crimes not saying that again that's fair (laughs) so in in v-town he only made it to 
eighth grade. Uh, well, oh, this so, bodes well. Like back then, that was like normal. Like their school's also a little different than ours. So like that's kind of like their like it, junior high. And then you kind of have the choice of like, are you going into the workforce or are you doing like secondary school essentially, which is kind of like your high school. And then you can take like university after that. So he stopped, like he graduated the first set of school, but he didn't continue on, if that makes sense. So that wasn't like an abnormal thing back then. Like he wasn't like stupid or anything. The jury's still out on that one. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) that's debatable. (laughs) But it wasn't like he like flunked out of school or something. Yeah. No, I'm with you so far. Cultural differences. Uh, but anyway none of that matters because you know why he didn't go on to secondary school uh he was too busy murdering people Mm, not yet um but he was in prison for three years um for hooliganism for what you heard me did you hooliganism (laughs) what the Being a hooligan, (laughs) the uh, the actual definition is disruptive or unlawful behavior such as rioting, bullying, and vandalism. (coughs) Hooliganism. You know know what's wrong with society? We don't send people to prison for being hooligans anymore. Honestly, we'd have way less rapscallions on the street (laughs) if we did not let them evolve from hooligans. myself while i work through this mental breakdown well lexi is in prison in a good old penal colony (laughs) he worked at um the garment factory for lack of a better word it's like you know sweatshop type of work oh good um but actually he did love that so that was cool he was super into tape tape i tailing he was into being a tailor when he got out of prison (laughs) he liked it so much that he went to college specifically to become a tailor and he graduated and did just that um but he couldn't make enough money in his like because he lived in a really really tiny town um so he couldn't make enough money to like survive just being a tailor so he also fixed watches and he also worked as an electrician and a handyman What a jack of all trades So there is a crucial thing that happens while he's in prison and this is like a life altering event that happens to him and just, and just for context, this happens to him when he's probably, well, it doesn't say exactly when in his sentence this was. So somewhere between like 15 and 18, this happens. So, sorry, I had to break. Don't mind. Um, 
he meets a prisoner in the prison who was arrested as one does <laughs> sorry yeah, that wasn't my best lead up i've ever had he met a prisoner in the in prison. prison you don't fucking say this tell me more prisoner ha- um, was convicted of holding homeless people hostage in his basement um as forced laborers basically he, he basically was kind of working as a coyote and like taking people's passports and like not letting them not literal passports but like not letting them leave and making them like do hard labor for him super fucking super strange crime literally never heard of anyone doing that in my entire life um but yeah so he met this guy right that's that's gonna be important later um at no point did i think that i knew where that sentence was going and that was wild <laughs> yeah that was a little that, that was a little like, bit of a roller coaster all on its own <laughs> like you just keep you you kept taking like sharp left turns it's and it was i don't when what the fuck we are going to be taking sharp left turns until you are dizzy because every sentence I have to say is progressively worse than the last. <laughs> and I wish I could, I wish I could change that for you. <laughs> I wish I could change that for both of us. <laughs> why, why you do this? So, you know how I told you to remember that? It's actually relevant right now. So I hope you remembered it. <laughs> That's a bold assumption, but okay, continue. <laughs> so Lexi gets out of prison <laughs> and he is really stuck on this man that he met while well, he's in there, right? This has really like, taken up a lot of brain space for him for a while. Like, um, like I like your ideas stuck on him or like, now check a bounce. No, like I like your ideas. Like okay. like you had the right idea kind of thing. He he's he admires him. And so he decides that he shouldn't commit crime on his own. That it, people are much stronger in a pair. You know? So we appreciate a man that can acknowledge his weaknesses and do something about them. However, um, crime, crime is not the way to go. And this is also another reason I call him Lexi, because every other person in Russia is named Alexander. So literally is working on a night shift and he goes to his coworker, Alexander Mikiv. Jesus Christ. He, so he does not just go to this man and say, Hey, do you want to kidnap some homeless people? Um, because obviously, not a good opening. Who's no, you gotta, you gotta work your way up to that. You work your way up to that. So he starts by proposing that they create a greenhouse. That they build this greenhouse that has electric heating. And they're going to grow vegetables. And they're going to open a little cafe. And they're going to sell their vegetables. It's a dream. 
he's showing really cute are we sure he's not gay yeah like we have a vision here okay but but here's the kicker here's the here's the kicker for the the vision what makes it even better is they're not gonna have to work at this greenhouse right they're gonna work at the cafe right that's okay Yep, they're gonna have it back. forced laborers work in in the in the bunker in the they call it a bunker but in the greenhouse so he didn't have a car but he had a garage so he was okay. like okay i've got a grand plan in the top part of the garage sewing workshop okay tailored <laughs> dreams are made underneath the garage underground bunker right several rooms mm-hmm. wired electricity mm-hmm. ventilation they've got an elevator it, it this it, is what dreams this is russia we're talking about this is a bunker yeah no i mean it makes sense so what happens this all, is what all of those things happen the vision comes true and by early 1995 it's all complete i'm so concerned about where this is going i'm not gonna lie to you you should be you really should be. <laughs> like I was trying to sing some Lizzie McGuire movie to keep myself sane, but I think it made it worse. So, so let's just keep going. They decide that um, Lexi and Alex here, they decide that they're going to wander around the city uh, kind of like Texas style and they're going to like just find laborers who are standing around trying to petition for work um, but they don't find anybody so the, they're, they're having I, a lot of trouble finding anybody that would kind of like fit this mold that feels like um, the most surprising part of this episode so far like I, I don't i don't know how everybody else is living but like there are definitely parts of florida that are really having a homeless people problem yeah, I mean, this is the 50s, but... Oh, no, I mean, the 90s. Why did I say the 50s? <laughs> I'm literally staring at the word 95. <laughs> so, I was going to say the homeless problem was not quite as bad in the 90s, but mm-hmm. it's... I feel like it was still probably pretty bad. And also, I guess this is Russia. I have no idea. Yeah, I feel like Russia, was like Russia always has a homeless people problem. That, I I don't, that might be... Probably don't survive very long in Russia. Oh, it's, tr- it's, it's chilly. Yeah, it's pretty fucking, just pretty chilly. <laughs> I also, I really hate this next date because it is one digit off from being my birthday. Oh, no. <gasps> Don't like that. Oh, um, no. But January 13th of 1996, or 1995, I mean, um, on a, it, so they were like near a, like a local school. He being Lexi, meets a woman named Vera Talpeva, and he, like, they kind of hit it off, like, they're kind of friendly, and so he asked her to come celebrate 
like the new year with with them because they kind of celebrate the new year differently there it seems like the celebration goes like a couple of weeks past um, like, the technical new year fun, so this is fun. like not a weird thing like uh, that's normal i have a random fun fact because i was just curious um but january the 13th of 1995 was a friday the 13th Ooh, i love that Making also it my sp- birthday is january 14th of 1996 spoopy if you're wondering both of the numbers are off by one. Oh, don't like you that. worry. I have that number ingrained in my head. So, um, he gives her some vodka, which... As a Russian does. <laughs> very much. Um, but this vodka had clonidine laced into it. Like... Like clonidine? Yeah. Yeah. Like kind of high levels of it too. But nothing like too crazy. Uh, like it didn't like fuck her up or anything. Um, he was He was trying to, but like didn't pull it off. Really. Because <laughs> um... I've, I'm so stuck on the clonidine thing because it has multiple uses depending on the formulation of the clonidine. Yeah, I think he gave her the um, like the... The hypertension one? Yeah. What a fucking genius. Well, not really. The first time, it didn't do anything. She well, like, yeah. Didn't, it didn't like fuck her up at all and she like... Because part of what they they wanted was like not only did they want someone to work in the greenhouse, but like as this plan progressed, they also wanted someone who would work like it basically in a sweatshop, but like work in the sewing part of it as well. Yeah, and so he was like, "Oh, we're gonna steal this girl and drug her," and then the drugs didn't work and she was fine, and also yeah. she like didn't give a fuck about sewing and had no interest <laughs> in learning how to sew, and she was literally like, "I." don't give a shit about you please go the fuck away they did a great job of increasing the blood supply to her heart right like she's probably feeling so exercised right now (laughs) and she probably just drank that and was like wow i feel great right like cleared up her heart murmur she's doing fantastic high blood pressure (laughs) i mean if i remember pretty sure it's an alpha 2 agonist so like it is gonna have some mild interactions with alcohol but not enough to like drug and kidnap somebody and clearly like he put a relatively small amount because like it didn't do anything to her like she didn't even notice and i think there's uh yeah there's also some formulations that can be used to treat adhd i don't know if they use it to treat adhd anymore but it used to be used in some formulations to treat ADHD. So, like, yeah, all he did was in- improve her blood supply and, like, make her focus. She went home and cleaned the house afterwards. She felt great. She got so much done that day. But anyways. <laughs> like, wow, what it, kind it of vodka was that? There. We're, oh. we're not ending on a high note. Don't don't get too excited. <laughs> Damn. I was really trying to, like, stop you by getting really focused on that. <laughs> oh, my God. She goes... I don't give a fuck about sewing and I'm never going to learn to give a fuck about sewing. Get out of my face. 
Um, but she points them to a tailor named Tatiana Melnikova. So she didn't know her street exactly. Like she didn't know her like address exactly, but she knew that she lived. Hold on. This is another one for me to uh, YouTube because let's be fucking real. I'm not. I There's no way I'm going to figure out how to say that out loud. How do, to. Do you need uh, some clonidine? <laughs> Fuck yes, I do. <laughs> oh, oh God! Even, even YouTube said, "I don't fucking." Know. Yeah. Google was like, "I have no idea." Okay, maybe. Prokhnaya. Sure. Good enough. Moving on. I've tried <laughs> my best. <laughs> um. Anyways. So he is like, okay, cool. It's this bitch. She lives on this street. Let me find a friend. Let's go look for her. So he meets a a friend from when he was in prison, like a former prisoner. And his name is Nikolai Malik. So he goes and finds his friend Nikolai. And coincidentally, Nikolai actually knows Tatiana. And he's like, fucking perfect. We literally live in the same place. So they go to his house and he gives them. Hold on. I just wanted to make sure I had that straight. Make sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gives Nikolai the vodka laced with drugs. That's why I had to make sure I had that right. Because I expected okay. to say the woman, and then I was like, no, wait. He gives his friend the drugs. Because... The blood pressure like, medication? Yeah. So he goes to his former prisoner friend, and he's like, I want to go kidnap this girl. And he's like, what a coincidence. I live with that girl. But, like, as they're going back to the house, he, like, realizes pretty fast that he's like, okay, but, like, this dude's not going to be, like, an actual good partner. Like this dude like is not the guy I want to be like my buddy in this kidnapping. So he decides that he's going to drug this guy. So he drugs him with significantly more than they gave the other lady. Um, (laughs) And it actually works this time. It like does knock him out and him Lexi and his other friend, Alex from before strip him and then like leave him out in the 20 degree snow oh my yeah so basically they're like cool thanks for letting us know where she lived um gonna murder you now and his body was found a week later (sighs) that's not a proper way to say thank you uh apparently in russia well you know okay that's fair (laughs) Uh, Consider the location. So, um, kind of implied here, uh, they did take the girl. Um, so she started sewing dresses and shorts and stuff like that for Lexi, which he then was actually taking and selling. Um, so, you know, 
she's kind of doing her thing and she's kind of like up in the garage up above and this is when they're still like kind of putting the finishing touches on the bunker and like she also was occasionally helping out with building the bunker so they decide that they want another prisoner to help more like down below building this bunker so (laughs) march 21st of 1995 He's on Yaritsky Street. He's at a shop, and the two of them meet 37-year-old Yevgeny Shishov, who is a big, strong man, but he is a heavy alcoholic. So he is kind of drunk. They lure him down there, down to the bunker, with promise of, you know, free electricity. I almost said free electricity because I just read the word electrician. Free alcohol. (laughs) Because he was an electrician was what I was going to say next. And they were like, we can use this guy on our bunker. So they lure him down there with free alcohol. Um, But at the same... Oh my god. This whole... I hate all of this. So they lure this guy down here and he he has him help with some electrical work and then he decides that he cannot keep this guy alive because he can't keep a prisoner alive who knows how the electrical system of the bunker works because obviously then they could cut the electrical system and escape. So he makes him make an electric chair that they build in the bunker and he wraps Yevgeny the electrician he wraps Mm -hmm. his legs and hands with bare wires plugs them into outlets and then has both um, Tatiana and the other girl I guess he did take that wait a second <laughs> Dude, I'm not gonna lie to you. At no point in this episode have I known, wh- like, I've thought that I knew where you were going with things, and then you do not go where I think you're going with things. I totally forgot. I had totally forgot confused. that this bitch started helping him. Oh my god, I forgot about that. God damn it! Does this story have a Cindy Hindi? Yes. Oh my god. I don't know. if I can't remember if they actually get together, but I forgot that she came back and helped. Yeah, so it's the... the What was her first name? Oh god, where is it? It was like Ve- Vera? Vera. Vera was her name. Yeah. I forgot she came back. Okay, so it's Vera and Tatiana, the girl that she was like, hey, kidnap this girl. <laughs> and so it was like, they both had to like flip switches at the same time. So she like, came back for those ADHD meds. They had to participate. Ooh. Um, and Alexander later said he like it was not very his literal quote was he was like this. Ah <laughs> and everything, you know. I don't know wait, what wait. noise that was that I just made. But Jesus Christ. I just, I don't know what my mental fortitude would be 
after reading um his his quote <laughs> like <sighs> could you i don't know what's worse the person writing that or the follow up people that read that <laughs> he just went Wah! i don't know why i just sounded like mario for there for a second but that's like that's a waluigi noise <laughs> Wah! Oh my god please move on i am not well. really accurate waluigi noise honestly Thanks. you put your whole body and soul into them and i i got a it. real solid mickey mouse too i'm not gonna lie to you <laughs> well let's hear it. you can't say that and not give it to me oh boy honestly yeah that was really solid i'm proud of you thanks it's a useless I, talent all i've got is carol basket <laughs> I haven't thought about that in so long. I don't even know if I could still do it. Please don't traumatize me. (laughs) Please traumatize me with the episode and not Carol. Okay. I got you. (laughs) So, um, after they absolutely flame-boiled this man. um, Frame-boiled? Flame-broiled? There you go. Words are hard. I'm giving up. They burnt him to a crisp. And I'm sure it was not pretty. Um, but afterwards, they transferred his body. They took him like up the elevator out of the thing, and then they took him off to the forest and they buried him. He's obviously you can't leave him down there. Apparently, there's no. I'm surprised they didn't just like put an incinerator down there or something. But apparently, we're not there yet. So we took him to the forest and we buried him. No, so we're not uh, Sweeney Todding this yet. <laughs> apparently not. Um, but. He's like, this isn't enough workers. I need more money. I need more things. So he says, Vera, go find me another person. And she was like, well, I just murdered somebody for this guy. And I accidentally made him kidnap someone else. So I'm in the shit now. So (laughs) July 16th of 1995, she brings another prisoner, which is ironically also named Tatiana. But Kozakova instead. I just want you to know, I am so unwell that you said that, and my brain went matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. Find me a fine. I so weirdly was thinking about that movie so aggressively last night. Like, I had such an urge to watch that movie. It was, it just came over me out of nowhere. And it's, it's so, it's really funny that you started singing that. I haven't thought about that movie in so long. <laughs> Okay, so she so, brings Tatiana, Tatiana 2.0. Kozakova. <laughs> Tatiana 2.0. So Tatiana was, she was in court and she was being held for petty theft and they like kind of proposed this as like a you're getting out of prison type of a deal. Like she came willingly is what I'm saying. So she got taught the first Tatiana taught the second Tatiana how to tailor. And now we're in business. We've got three workers, got a full workforce in the sweatshop now. So, and it, and it was a sweatshop. Like I'm not exaggerating. They worked 16 hours a day. They were expected to produce 32 dresses a day. Fuck that. A day. That is, I don't know if y'all know anything about sewing, but that's fucking insane. That's insane. 
it, it's a lot to expect even like one or like I would say for like fashion students like people who are doing this as a career like several you know but 32 is ridiculous yeah I I can't make one dress in 32 days mainly because I don't have the mental fortitude to focus for that long but like I sure shit could not make 32 in a day (laughs) yeah so the Tatianas decide to escape um but that was like okay so he had wired everything with like a oh my god why can't i think of the word for it it's like an open current basically it was electrified if they tried to leave they would get electrified electrocuted (laughs) electrified (laughs) they would get electrocuted but like he obviously knew how to turn it off that was the whole reason he murdered the electrician guy he didn't want him to know how to run this system yeah build the thing and then i'm gonna kill you so that i'm the only one that knows how to use the thing exactly Makes sense. um however the tatianas were smarter than this and they locked no <laughs> they locked the lexi in one of the rooms and they like jammed the door with a frying pan um and they almost escaped but he unfortunately did break out and he caught them and so he offered them a choice he could either give them a a dahlia smile basically um, all the way to their ears or um he would like tattoo slash imprint slash he didn't really like specify um, the word slave on their faces. Mm, those are not good options. I think you're probably not surprised about what choice they made. Um, because obviously, who the fuck would ever pick the first choice? Yeah, honestly, I'd rather, like, well, no, yeah, what? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I can cover up a tattoo that says slave later i mean i'm gonna have a face tattoo for the rest of my life but i can get that covered up and you could also well maybe back maybe not back in the 90s but like you can also get tattoos removed but yeah you cannot remove giant cuts and also you'd probably never be able to eat properly again and all of that other stuff so i'm also just thinking of of like infection and like he's gonna take them to a doctor right yeah yeah, no, thank I'm, you. I'm also thinking about it as from like the viewpoint of like how I feel when I accidentally like get the corner of my mouth with like the popsicle wrapper. Right, like you would never make that. You would never survive. No, that shit hurts so bad. So oh, he did follow through with this, um, and it just it really like doubled down on his control. Because obviously now they have even more or less, like, even less reason to run away. Because how the fuck are they going to reintegrate into society? And we'll, we'll get into that later about them. Whatever. We'll get to that later. Okay. Um, and it, like, it got a lot stricter for them. So, like, it changed to, like, now, like, whenever he would go into the garage, he would, like, signal them. 
with a, like a light with a light bulb mm-hmm. and then when he did that they would have to put on a collar and shackles and then like place the te- or, like keys like on a table Ooh, this is getting a little bdsm yeah like i said it just the the hatred levels are just we are steadily rising it just I don't like i said every sentence is a worse sentence we're really not getting better at any point here. Yeah, like this just keeps escalating in the weirdest ways. Yeah, never the ways you would ever see coming. No, like I think I know where you're going and then you're like, psych, left turn. Yeah, I promise at <laughs> no point do you know where we're going. <laughs> so. It just feels like every time you've ever driven us anywhere ever. Honestly. <laughs> so. Vera is out in the world, right? Because she's looking for new prisoners, right? Fucking shit up. But she's disappeared. Good for her. Exactly. (laughs) And Lexi is like, she probably ran away. Um, I'm going to go look for more people myself. So he goes to the train station and he meets 27-year-old. Do you want to know what the fuck her name is? If you say Tatiana, I swear to God. It's Tatiana. <laughs> Come on. It's it's uh, T-A-T-Y-A-N-A instead of T-A-T-I-A-N-A. Yeah, that's like spelling Sierra with a C. Yeah, like, same thing. Same fucking shit. <laughs> like, it might be Tatiana instead of Tatiana, but very similar. We are basically exactly the same. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so she had been homeless for several years and she had been kind of like riding the trains along Mm -hmm. this railway, which was called the Gorky Railway. Um, and so this had been going on for quite a while. So, you know, he meets her, he tells her he'll give her food and a place to stay and she joins the time. She literally joins the Tatianas. <laughs> um, so Alexander, uh, well, Lexi. Lexi originally thinks this is a good idea. He takes her back, and after a little while, he realizes this is a really bad idea. Um, mm-hmm. And then there are reasons some people have been homeless for several years. Um, and she was like, very severely ill like she was physically ill but also she was very like very mentally ill Mm -hmm. um so that's not that surprising there's a lot of homeless people that have experienced really bad mental illness and that is the why the reason that they're homeless um (laughs) that is just as true in russia as it is in the united states um God, like I said, like every every sentence is worse. I'm like trying to keep such a lighthearted tone because it's like <laughs> every sentence is so bad that I don't want to say it. And I I'm, can like, feel you just tone. deteriorating. <laughs> so because she was so mentally ill, um, they couldn't use her to be a seamstress. Um, so you think I'm going to say that they killed her? Um, and you're not going to be wrong, but we're not there yet. 
um, they decided in the meantime that there was only really one thing that she was useful for because she was so like severely mentally ill that obviously she couldn't like make clothing. Um, and it is what you think it is and what you don't want it to be. She didn't become their cook. That's for sure. Just say it. We're just, just gonna leave it there. It. We're just gonna leave it there. No, no. Um, say it, because you know there are people that can't add two and two to equal four. Yeah, I know you're right. So, they sexually assaulted her. Um, probably a lot. Um, they kept her around for about a year until Lexi got bored with this. Um, probably more, probably less bored with it and more bored of like taking care of someone who has so many needs. And he, he left her without food or water for several days. Um, but this is not what killed her when he gave her sustenance for lack of a better word so he comes in after not feeding her or giving her water for several days and then he gives her something to drink which she then enthusiastically drinks because she's starving to death and it was brake fluid oh my that escalated yeah he like i it really what it really makes me think of and i say this with the most hatred i can possibly muster for this human being is it reminds me of when people are like mad at their neighbor's dog or something and they'll poison it with like antifreeze yeah like that's what that that's what this feels like to me and that makes me so irrationally angry. <laughs> Not irrational, actually, rationally angry. Very explainably angry, actually. <laughs> Why? Because that's super fucked up. Yeah. I- <sighs> Do you want to know something kind of. Actually, no, I'm not going to say that on record because then people are going to try to treat their own dogs for. Yeah, don't don't yeah. just take them well, to a vet. <laughs> Rush for fuck's sake, please. <laughs> Rush. Uh, anyways, so murder. Um, he takes her body and puts it on a sled because we are in Russia and there's a lot of snow. <laughs> um, and he takes her to the city morgue. Planning on just leaving her body at the entrance. Like like it's a fucking animal shelter and she's a dog in a crate. <laughs> Which extra doubles down on the imagery that I don't like. Yeah, and that's what's even worse is he gets about two hundred feet from his own house so like this is like this man just left right like he is barely down the road 
And he freaks out because he sees someone who's about to pass him. And do you want to know what he does? Mm. He just panics and he just throws the body and runs away. And just leaves it there. I'm... What? You're telling me that this man panics and just yeet? Yep. What the fuck? What the... At no point do I know what's happening in this episode. So... I can't wait for... Danny to live text us during her listening to this. Honestly. And I never went back to it, but they did try to actually grow vegetables in this greenhouse. <laughs> I forgot about the vegetables. So they tried growing <laughs> cucumbers for a little while, but it was like too oh, much electrical Jesus. heat. And like a neighbor said that he could feel the heat like coming from the garage and that's so he was like oh can't do that like that's what greenhouses do right like did don't want to let people know about that did we so not think that through growing potatoes but then that didn't really work out and so he kind of <laughs> gave up on the greenhouse thing but i just wanted to let everybody know that we did try it we just I failed forgot about the greenhouse <laughs> so you might be wondering what Lexi is doing while all of this is happening literally in his garage. I would love to know what Lexi is doing. He is honestly kind of just living life. Um, he's kind of just trying to make himself seem as like low-key as possible. So like he lived, you know, in an apartment um, with some girl he was hooking up with that was not invite like involved in all of this um and he would like go visit the garage every day like it wasn't at the same place as his apartment if that makes sense what uh it's like a what free happened to the cafe the the cafe was a pipe dream it was part of the vision but we we did not manifest it yet hmm. <laughs> so his like his girlfriend had no idea this was happening his neighbors had no idea this was happening um and he was like technically unemployed and he was like registered unemployed with the government and he was like getting unemployment checks um and he was kind of just living life like he was pretty popular in the community um he kind of was like you know producing all these clothes and like he started like doing special like you know, like special deals and special clothing things for like local churches and like, you know, shit like that. Um, he even like had some like banners made for like local groups and stuff like that. So like he was really kind of living a normal life. Honestly, he was kind of living it up, getting to know the community making money doing literally nothing so i wanna i wanna cheer for him for the community outreach but like i can't it's all selfish outreach he deserves yeah <laughs> so in january of 1997 he 
randomly runs into Vera in the city, the the girl who had disappeared into oh, the shit. earlier. So he comes at her with a new deal. And he's like, okay, I'm not going to murder you. I'm not going to beat you up or anything. Allegedly. But why don't you look for places that we can sell these products that we're producing and also maybe bring in some new seamstresses. So a couple days later, Vera brings him 22, 22-year-old Irina Ganyushkina. Um, it... We'll we'll get we'll get into Irina in just in just a second. I, I I I'm not ready to go there yet. Um. So, Vera brings Irina, and he immediately throws out everything he just said, and he does kill Vera. And he kills Vera very similarly to the way that he killed Tatiana. Okay. No. Her name was not Tatiana. She was not one of the Tatianas, was she? No, 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 no. It was the girl who was... Oh, no, her name was... God, there's just like three Tatianas. I can't keep them straight. Yeah, her name was Tatiana. Okay, yeah. So, but it was the homeless Tatiana that he had found later on. Not one of the original two. But yeah, the girl that he starved for several days and the, the brake fluid girl. So he kills Pharaoh with brake fluid. Actually, the same brake fluid. Um, but he doesn't, like, starve her first. He, like, tortures her for several hours and then pours the brake fluid down her throat and she passes away. Well, this is escalating quite quickly. Yeah. Um, (laughs) every sentence is fucking bad. Oh my god, okay. (laughs) <laughs> it's like genuinely like I have no rest like there's no <laughs> filler senses at all oh my god I hate it here so Lexi falls in love I say with the greatest quotation marks possible with Irina the girl that just gets brought in and he wants to marry her like really marry her this feels like the bad idea to end all bad ideas but okay so the original tatianas are like this is our fucking chance and they're like irena you have to do this and also don't forget he has a live-in girlfriend by the way still has a live-in girlfriend well, he's trying to marry this girl. And so there's like the Tatianas are pushing her. They're saying you should get married. You should get married. Lexi is like, I will literally murder you if you don't marry me. And so to no one's surprise, Irina agrees. But he in his excitement his exaltation, he leaves her alone for a couple of minutes. Um, and she d- dips the fuck out immediately. 
like immediately runs away and she runs straight to the police as she should good for her um but this is like she's been there for a while this is like six months into her being there because she goes to the police like immediately and that's on july 21st of 1997 and she's been there since january so i just want to make clear that this is not like a one or two day thing this was like a six month ordeal so the cops didn't believe her at first um but then she starts like naming off the people who are in the bunker and they like recognize some of the names of women who have been like reported missing so they are immediately like they they start to believe her and they're like, okay, like, where is it? Take us to it. We'll do all that. So she takes them there. They arrest Lexi. Um, he had tried to, like, escape, but they kind of, like, slowed him down. Um, like, the, the girls in the bunker kind of slowed him down, so he didn't have time to, like, escape all the way. So he gets arrested. Okay. Um, the Tatiana's were hospitalized um and they actually had to they had to have their head wrapped in bandages around their eyes because it had been two years since they had seen the sunlight oh, and Jesus. it would have like done damage to their corneas so they had to be like blindfolded in order to get to the hospital um so alex his partner was arrested like right after lexi and Alex immediately starts to testify. Like, he confessed to all four murders. Um, he confessed, like, pled guilty to the legal deprivation of liberty of three more people, the use of slave labor, and then illegal entrepreneurship. Um, in 1999, um, the Kirov Regional Court s- sentenced, words are hard, mm-hmm. uh, Lexi to life imprisonment and alexander to 20 years imprisonment Mm -hmm. there's no death penalty in russia at this time when this happened by the way that's why he didn't get the death penalty they just got like life imprisonment um but it didn't really matter either way because just after sentencing um lexi killed himself he cut open his femoral artery in prison what a little bitch um, I wish that we were 100% done. How are, what do you, what do you mean? But how are we not done? There's one more thing we have to talk about before what? we're completely done. No, he slit his wrist. Boom, bada bing, ba, we're done. I don't know why I'm from New York all of a sudden. <laughs> bada bing, boom, <laughs> we're done here. We're done. <laughs> I really don't know what that was. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> Do so, you see what you've done? Do you see what you've done to my mental state? You have made me start talking in random accents. Do you remember what I said we were going to touch on again? No. The Tatianas reintegrating into society. Oh, fuck. I forgot about that. Oh, I don't no. know if you remember, but both of them have, and when I say giant, 
let me touch your hand and no i mean this with my whole chest i am i mean giant tattoos like these cover like half their face oh no i forgot about that yeah um so you well i i mean it is russia so um i i don't want to vilify the people of russia because the people who run russia and the people who live in russia are very different from one another um but there are some stereotypes about russia and i will say that they are not not enforced in this story um where are you going when they are reintegrated into society, oh, no. you people did not take to it very well. I've never been more concerned about where you're um, going with something. People did not have really, honestly, any pity at all um, for the victims of this story. Um, one of the literal quotes by one of the people who was interviewed after the crime from this town literally said a normal woman would have never survived such conditions. A normal woman would have either died or killed the man. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. um, Russia, baby, no. immediately pointed fingers at the fact that almost all of the victims had either divorce or kids that they no longer were involved with or one of them had been in prison the girl who had gone for petty theft um and this was like this was not an uncommon view like this was this was pretty much how almost everybody felt um so when Tatiana, both Tatianas, um, were kind of released back into society, like when they were first interviewed on television, um, the town, the municipal authorities, had open bank accounts for them because they actually didn't have them prior. So take a wild guess. How much money do you think? was donated to the Tatianas. Um, I'm gonna... It's, it's gonna be a disappointingly low amount. Right? You it's gonna be like $5. <laughs> I am thoroughly disappointed that is true. Is it gonna be like $5? To this day, not a single ruble has ever <gasps> been donated. Get fucked. Not one single cent. Ew. (laughs) I genuinely cannot think of a less supportive community. Honestly, though. Knowing them, like, are you fucking, like, it's $400. Like, that's a lot. For, like, one person who has no money that just got out of a two-year slave ship to produce. That's not a lot of money for the the community to crowdsource. Because, also, this was a town of... It was relatively small. There was still, like, 40,000 people. Like, it's relatively small. It's not, like, 
tiny. Yeah. Can, can but, we find the Tatiana's? Can you donate tattoos at least so they can get those covered up? So it, we, I lied. We can end on a, like a little bit of sort of good news. I mean, both of them and Irina have returned to normal life. Um, That's good. Irina lives with her mom and her three-year-old daughter. Aww. Both Tatiana's live together. Um, they live in an apartment that belongs to one of the Tatiana's, Melnikova's mother, but they live together. Um, which honestly, friendship built out of trauma. <laughs> and so I wanted to end this with a, a couple of quotes. Oh no. Because I thought you would appreciate that. Um, quotes from whom? My boy. <gasps> so. Lexi had the weirdest reaction to all of this. You might have... Okay. I, I really glossed over that, right? Really glossed over. He, uh... He is a very strange man. He, like, is very charismatic, but, like, and, like, very calm, but, like, no remorse. Like, he... Okay, I'll just read some of these quotes to you, and you'll, you'll understand more than me trying to summarize. One of the quotes was he was his his remorse about what happened was that and i quote i am sorry that i didn't get a chance to marry irena or finish my underground dream and then he also specifically points out that he did not get to expand his bunker by adding several more rooms and a real bathroom he also said that like he was also convinced that he had been doing the right thing he said, and I quote, these were unemployed homeless women. I gave them a place to live and a steady job. No. You want to get angrier? I didn't know that was possible. He said he felt weighed down by the responsibility of keeping his workshop going. And I quote, every day I had to think about them. Think about feeding them. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Was that the consequences of your own fucking actions? He even said that all the beatings and the tattoos and everything. Because, of course, they asked him about the tattoos. And he said, and I quote, When they tried to escape, they had to be punished. After that, I guess they did fear me. And so they asked him, what any person would ask. And they asked him if he thought he was insane. And he said, and I quote, Of course, such a crazy idea would not come to a normal man. But still, I think I'm normal. I don't have words. I just have exas- exacerbated size at this point. Yeah. Um. What the f- what? What the fuck? This is a very weird side note, and I forgot that this was in here. But do you want to hear a weird, quick description of what his bedroom looked like? Yes. No. So he had like. 
I like how you like asked a me tiny room. Like I have a choice. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> he had like a tiny room in the bunker, like for himself. And it had like pinups from like porn all over the walls <laughs> mixed in with hand sewn crosses and other like religious iconography. And on top of that, not only did he have a bunk bed, but he had a bunk bed that was pasted with pictures of the Virgin Mary and Jesus, <laughs> Barry Manilow, and Harrison Ford. I I don't know if you heard the scream that I just scrumped, but what the fuck? What a menagerie. Um, I lied. We we can end on a a little bit better note. We can lend. I forgot. I had one quote from Tatiana. Well, two quotes technically, but they're super short. Um. So they asked Tatiana how she felt about um everything, and of course, she fucking was pissed. She was like, "He," and I quote. He's trying to convince people that we wanted to be there, that we liked it. I hated him. (laughs) (gasps) Tell him, Tatiana. Um, She also said that they begged him for better food because he would just give them like potatoes and bread. And he refused. The only thing he offered them was he offered one time to cut up the other Tatiana and let her eat the corpse. Um, and the final badass moment, they take Tatiana to do this interview. They take her back to the bunker during the investigation, like later on, like after Lexi's in prison and all that stuff, they like took her there and was like, you know, is this the play? Like show us all the things, whatever. And her only like statement about that situation was that like, she didn't fall apart. She didn't cry. And she said specifically, and I quote, I didn't feel like crying. I just could not believe there, believe that I lived there for two years. And I'm like, girl, what a fucking badass. Because I'm sorry, if I was kept prisoner for two years in a bunker, I don't think you could ever pay me to go back down there. Let alone go back down there and be like, oh yeah, I didn't feel like crying. It's just crazy that I was here. You know? Like, girl, he murdered people and tortured people and tattooed your face. You can cry about it. That's okay. I know you're Russian. I know you're strong. But you can cry about it. Because fuck that, dude. Like, all the respect, but holy shit, could not be me. I'm too much of a baby. You are a crybaby. Fuck that, dude. I don't even think I'd cry about it. I would just be like, no, I'm not going back down there. Like, there's nothing you can get. There's nothing you need from me that's down there. Like, there's nothing you couldn't just bring me pictures of and I couldn't just answer questions upstairs. What the fuck? Yeah. What just the one of the weirder ones that I've done. Yeah. That was I'm so um, sorry. <laughs> are you? Honestly, a little bit this time. <laughs> I'm also sorry I had to go through that. 
joke's on you. You're going to have to go through it again when you edit this. I know. And that's always the thing. It's like, these ones, I'm going through everything like four times. That was such a wild fucking ride. I don't, I don't even know how to unpack that. I feel like I still have not fully processed this case. I feel like I'm going to wake up in like six months and that it's going to hit me. Like, there is too much for my brain to unravel here. Dude, my first alarm for work goes off at, like, 5.30 in the morning. I'm going to text you, and I'm just going to be like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, I'll be awake, because my first alarm for the morning goes off at 4 (laughs) a.m. So, because I have to leave here by 5.30 in the morning, and I still have to shower in the morning and, like, get completely ready. So, yay. Dude, what the, what the, what the fuck? Because I didn't have power, so I had to stay at the shop, and the shop's even farther away from the Renaissance Festival, so it's like over a two-hour drive in the morning. Oh, that's not what I'm what-the-fucking, however I understand that what-the-fuck, but like, what the fuck? Yeah, all what of all just... of this. I I don't... I feel like my brain is responding to this episode like it responds to trauma, which is just, it's immediately erasing it the second it goes into my brain. I feel that. Like, like it's I just feel going, like it's like a nope. tape just quickly disappearing. <laughs> like my brain's just like, no, 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 no. We're just going to tuck that away. And like we're the gonna... information goes in one ear and straight into the shredder. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> There's just a little SpongeBob in there going, no, 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 no. We don't need any of this. Don't keep any of this. <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about it, honestly. Like, you oh could ask me right God. now to tell you what happened in this case, and I probably couldn't tell you without the notes in front of me. I can't. I cannot. So, yeah, I want to never I think about this again. Um, so <laughs> go to our Beacons page and follow us on all of the things. Yeah. Everything. You have social I just, media. You know what all the things are. I stay um stay spooky, but like not not any of that. The minute your plan starts with slaves, <laughs> the plans maybe just already don't. not a winner. <laughs> That automatically disqualifies the plan as soon as the plan is incepted, okay? (laughs) For involving slaves, it's not a good plan. Say it with me. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? No slaves. Stay spooky, um, but not so spooky that you try to drug people with clonidine because it's not going to work. Yeah. That fucking spooky guy. You could have literally done it anything else you could literally just like hit her over the head and that would have been a significantly more effective i can't i can't critique anything this everything this man did was stupid from top to bottom just none of none of none of it anyways and you know stay spooky but not so spooky that you help him not that fucking spooky and stay spooky, but not so spooky that you um, chastise the victims for being victims. Like, no, sir, not today. Um, and also not so spooky that you don't donate to 
victims that survived a really terrible thing. Like not a single dollar? Not a single one. Not a singer, single ruble? Not one? Not like I, I get spooky. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. I, I never want to think about any of this again. None of this. All of this is too spooky. If you're doing literally anything that's ever been mentioned at any point in this episode, immediately stop it. Immediately. Yeah, there is nothing that's happened at any point in this episode that was worth doing. I need to go watch <laughs> New Girl so I can go to bed. Exactly. I don't Good even know if New Girl's going to cut it. 